In a world where magic is everywhere, monsters are real and inhibitions are non-existent, Atlantis is the most coveted destination and pirates make all the rules. That's right, the Dangerous Tides Kickstarter is live. We're bringing you six brand new books from authors like Katie Robert and C.M. Nascosta. These ultra-spicy fantasy books feature sirens, kidnappings, aliens, disguises, monsters, sex magic, second chances, and so much more that can't be mentioned in polite company. They combine otherworldly adventure with sweeping romance in a way that will keep your heart racing from start to finish. By backing the Kickstarter, you can read these books this month. Of course, we've also got foiled special editions with sprayed edges in hardback and paperback, gorgeous art and swag, which you'll have in your hands this fall. The Kickstarter will be over in the blink of an eye, so don't miss it. This is the only place you can get these special editions and swag, not to mention getting the ebooks five months earlier than they're available to anyone else. This is your invitation to unlock the secrets of Atlantis. So click the link in the show notes and enter at your own risk. Bonkers Romance, the podcast where three friends and a lot of other people celebrate romance that takes big swings and knocks it out of the park. I'm Melody Carlisle. I'm Jenny Nordback. And I'm Katie Robert. And we've never done an intro live before. This is big stuff over That's here. Why it was a first time. Did, did you did you sense the pause where I went? Oh shit! Katie was gonna go last. So that means it's my That's... turn. I have to say my name. I do know my name. It's a Jenny now. <laughs> hey y'all! We missed you guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a minute. Oh man, it has been a minute. But life and stuff and pleasure reading and <gasps> pleasure others. reading yeah. the, oh aggressively refilling the well aggressively oh yes like a absolutely. fire hose i'm not gonna lie <laughs> yeah. buckets of it buckets 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 i love that dumping it back I, we've into learned the some well. things about ourselves we've learned some things about ourselves and we're going to share them with you yeah that's for yeah. darn sure yeah did i go straight into the monstrous world Created by one and only Lily Maine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. Have I seen a lot of monster cock lately? Yeah, absolutely. We love that for you. Did Thank you. Did shove me into like <laughs> some kind of distorted fucking stalker, stalker. horror romance thing that I would <laughs> never it? normally read no. because I don't like anything remotely scary or spooky? Yes. And yeah. did I love the shit out of it? Also, yes. Oh, yeah. Am I now writing a stalker book solely because yeah, yeah. of haunting yeah, Adeline. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes, because H.D. Carlton has taught me things about myself. And like, I just, I don't know. I don't know how to deal with it. So I'm writing books and y'all get to just experience that with me because my God. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. been a ride, frankly. It's been a ride. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if you can't tell, it's been good. There's, I think there's something a little bit different about 
reading because we want to read it and then coming back just like bursting to tell you about it versus yeah. when you get into the podcast cycle for a long time and like for Mel and I were talking years years and years so it long. becomes assigned reading mm -hmm. and you've got to be careful with that so we're coming back just like full of joy mm-hmm yeah can I tell you about some monster yes yes <laughs> <Fuck> yeah <laughs> Okay, because it's been Lily Maine and Ruby Dixon, and uh, <laughs> uh, I'm reading an arc of that time I drugged a dragon by Kimberly <sighs> Lemming. Very excited I'm about so excited that. I'm so excited Yeah. I've, I read the Nesta book, the Akasuf Nesta book, which I really had put off, and man, did it do all the things I needed it to do, and more. Mm. Anyway, let's talk monsters, shall we? So yeah. when I left you... <laughs> I think it was four books ago. <laughs> There's one. It's called Gloom. And oh. it's all about it's all about this Itorin who he is big, all right? And he is great. Okay. I mean, you've already got my attention. Yeah. Oh yeah. Make it bigger. He's big. <laughs> He's gray. He carries a battle hammer. All you around everywhere. I know, Jenny, I'm telling you. And here's the thing, though. He is currently enslaved by this terrible woman. He's got he's got a, a metal box on his head and he can't speak. And what? there's like a bunch of other shit happening. That took a turn. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm having like like Pyramid Head from Silent Hill. Like, but not a pyramid, but a square. But a square. Yeah. Oh, metal box. There's a whole fandom for that. Um. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and the the human in this scenario, uh, he's Rig. He's the guy who like is Mister Fix It all around the compound that they live in, and he sees this Itoran because they're there to get his best friend's current mate, the Reich. And he's like, "There's something about this monster that just calls to me, and I have to save him. I have to save him. There's no way around it." So this turns into this like road trip romance because the enslaver bitch like decides to go home basically, and so that he just like walks alongside of her RV that are pulled by two more enslaved monsters who aren't really sentient, but I don't think that should matter. And <laughs> anyway, so it becomes this, like, he fa he figures out that Gloam can write because his kind, like, collects languages, and they're very bookish, and they're very adorable, and he's, like, one of the last three of his kind. It doesn't matter. It's fine. <laughs> and he can't tell Rig why he has to do everything this bitch says. So, like, there's these incredible moments when they're, when they're becoming more intimate and getting to know each other better, where, like, they're sitting next to the RV at night, and, you know they sort of broached the topic of like touching each other maybe and like how close they feel mm. and all that kind of thing and rig has to sort of allow gloam to talk him into being sexual together because rig has a lot of misgivings about the power dynamic since gloam can't speak and is enslaved and like when you say has talk been, him into it they're writing notes they're writing notes back and forth okay. yeah yeah oh. so it's sort of like an in-person epistolary romance too <laughs> <laughs> i Listen, love that there's a cult leader involved there's there's a metric fuck ton of shit and then they have to work together to free gloam and both of them are involved so like the as is a fucking work of art is what it is okay so then the next one 
Can I tell you more or should I yes. let somebody else have the floor? <laughs> I think you should just get it out. Okay, I'm really I enjoying this. So tell me okay. more. So the next one is called Moth. And we've known Moth for a little while at this point. The guy who's made it to the Reich had like a maybe quasi flirtation with Moth at one point because Moth is half monster, half human. And he didn't know this before monster apocalypse happened. He just was like always, you know, the different kid and he like he has a really tragic backstory that is just like heart-wrenching constantly rejected by humans it, to the point where like one of his foster families when the monster apoc apocalypse happened just straight up left him in the middle of the night and oh, no. he's had to sort of like fend for himself his entire life he doesn't know how to read because nobody Aww. ever taught him or or made sure he went to school or anything and so he feels very othered by everyone because no monsters like him because of his half human side and no humans like him because can't trust monsters mm. and so that one has this absolutely gorgeous oh no i've already told you about eden i'm sorry i'm sorry that one has this absolutely gorgeous story basically about self-acceptance through the eyes of another person because he has to go and they're they have this mission to go and save this other guy who you've heard a lot about in the series up till now and moth like does not want this guy to go with him because his his deal is like i'm gonna reject you before you have the opportunity to reject me essentially mm. And so this guy just like chips away at him with his kindness on this whole thing. And Aww. it's but it it goes between like chipping away at him with kindness to just calling him on his fucking bullshit when he can't handle Boy. how rude he is anymore. And then like going back and forth between those two things. And then, you know, the guy giving him more and more latitude and freedom with the way that he acts because he sees like this grumpy exterior it's a grumpy sunshine i think this grumpy exterior but then he'll like do these really sweet acts of caring you know like like randomly yeah. buying him a scarf in a place where the guy doesn't know how to you know barter or whatever so it's gorgeous and the main thing with that is that moth has monster parts underneath his human exterior okay tell me more oh, oh. i oh. shall okay because moth has not he's never kissed a person or a, what anybody. kind of genitals do moths have well no so he's actually okay this was confusing because i thought he was you know part moth he was a monster moth it's not he's like sort of this he's his monster half is like a humanoid serpent, like albino serpent oh. thing. Oh. It's like Didn't sort of pink coming. and purple and scaly. And it's, and so, so underneath his clothes, because he wears clothes like as much as he possibly can and covers everything, he's like a little bit scaly. And his feet are, are, you know, completely different from a human's feet. And then he's got this, he's got this, this cock pocket, Jenny. Yes, <laughs> yes we love a cock pocket. <laughs> There's a Lily cock Mane pocket. delivers on the cock pocket. Man, and not only that, but like there's the cock pocket. And then uh, unlike what's his nuts, the shadow. Nope. 
the 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 guy in the first book. I know who you're talking about. I yeah, just... I don't know why he's he plays a prominent role in all three of the books I've read recently, and I can't remember his name. Doesn't matter. So not only is there like a a phallus to get out and fuck around with, but then up above the phallus, there's like this place you can finger too. Oh, and so oh, like a finger. Yeah, and there's like there's this scene. Oh my god, where like moth. Moth has like, not only does he have like his first sexual experience, but he has, he, because his partner like does the finger bang into oblivion in addition to everything else, he has one of those like transcendent, I came so hard, I have to cry. Oh, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I know. And then he has to be like, and, and I fucked it all up, like, because I'm like this stupid virgin who like cried and like you didn't even get off and the guy's like no i had a really good time cool it i liked making you feel good oh my god the whole thing is just bananas gorgeous and it's hard one in in really important ways you learn a lot more about the world because the guy was in the army for a really long time it's it's fantastic and then the last one that i read is called seraph okay and he is this goddamn monstrosity that was on Collector Mary, the enslaver's property. She had like a monster menagerie. And he's nonverbal. He, I thought the whole, I thought for like three quarters of the book, I thought he looked like a Yeti with like a metric fuck ton of eyeballs all over his face. Oh, so he's like full on Seraph Angel he's scary. He's Seraph Angel situation. Mm. Yeah. Like he's got, all the eyeballs all Ugh. over the front of his face. I support, and like, I support but also. No, no, totally. And like some of them are like tipped over sideways and so they blink horizontally. Which <laughs> one like, do you look at? Which one do you look well, at? So, so the, and then his partner is Lilac from the camp and Lilac up until this point has been quiet and surly. He takes no shit. He has a machete everywhere he goes and everybody except like the people we have gotten close to so far think he's like super creepy. Like they're the people that we've met him through like him and trust him and they're close to, but like nobody else. Everybody thinks Lilac is just like a goddamn psychopath who will kill anything the camp needs him to. And that's all he's good for. Otherwise, he just like sits quietly and whittles against the wall. <laughs> I like him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, I think he's half Japanese. He's fantastic. And his his like whole point of view is it was it was one of those moments where you're like i know this person from the outside for so long that now getting inside their head is super compelling from the start mm -hmm. anyway so seraph all he does is throw himself against the cage and scream and lilac realizes more than anyone else it's because he's in like a metric fuck ton of pain all the time and they've got these doses of medication that they keep on giving him that were from Collector Mary's like place because they're worried that if they stop giving him the medication, he'll just straight up die. So they're trying to like keep him on this stuff while trying to figure out what the fuck it is and what's it, what it's doing and how to save slash help him. And he, oh boy. So one of the things that's important to know about Seraph is that while he doesn't look like a Yeti, 
He is about <laughs> seven and a half feet tall, and he's got like he's got like super dark leathery skin, and his fingers are extra long to the point that I think there's at least five knuckles oh, on each one. So I don't got, know like, how I feel about that. <laughs> like, that's that's actually the the cover of the book is Seraph's giant creepy ass hand just like coming out of the bars. It's incredible. Anyway, so so many knuckles, so many, so knuckles. much dexterity. Oh, I, believe me. No, <laughs> and there are things on Seraph's body that are even more dexterous that I don't know if I should spoil or not. Uh, but I'll, I'll think about it as I tell you a little bit more of this plot. So, so they're trying to all help him and Lilac, Lilac is like, he's completely vulnerable out here because he freaked out one at one point to the point that like he shattered the glass that was also like reinforcing the bars. So anything that comes out of the forest nearby can just get to him and he has no protection whatsoever. So Lilac decides that he's going to be the person who guards Seraph all night. And as that happens, because Seraph is completely nonverbal, Seraph can't communicate anything with anybody at this point, but they start getting closer. Oh, the very first night he's out there, he does accidentally get too close. And Seraph does a big old choke on him to the mm. point where Lilac is like, I think I'm going to die. And then he manages to say like, Seraph, stop. And like he gets, Seraph gets like this momentary, you know, recognition in all of his eyes and does let oh, go. Oh. <laughs> so many eyes. It's so, so many eyes. So many and they eyes. all look different. They're all like obviously different monster eyes. It's so weird how you can discover random limits. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And like, I don't looks. know why so many eyes freaking me out but that freaks me out i hear you i hear you it's, i think it has something to do with that that hole phobia you know that hole phobia yeah the the too many dots the too many holes that's the, the one the hmm. i think I they might be quasi related yeah it's that's too much don't like but there's a reason why the angels be like do not be afraid it's because all of the eyeballs all oh, the yeah. eyeballs oh you yeah. want to be afraid of all the eyeballs for sure anyway so basically they get close and it gets to the point one night before Seraph is completely verbal that he, that Lilac, like, he gets close enough to the bars because he's starting to, like, share food with him other than, like, raw meat because that's all Collector Mary fed him. And Lilac is finding out that Seraph actually has a much more, like, vegetarian vegan palate oh, than no. anybody knew. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's been like, look, it's a pecan. And, like, have you met an apricot before like <laughs> let's do this thing it's so uh, sarah's favorite food is a carrot and i can't with him i can't <laughs> anyway so because of this he like starts getting closer to the cage and their first sexual experience is Seraph like grabbing lilac and pulling him pulling his back against the bars and then like non-verbally sort of like finding out if lilac is okay with him touching up on his body and then it gets to the point where he does a through the bars reach around prostate finger bang. Oh, I know. Like there's no cock stuff at all. He just goes straight for the right up the it's great stuff. Wow. <laughs> he comes super hard. And it's like and because of all the knuckles, not only can he get so far up there, but oh, he can like he can find that curve. prostate and yeah. curve into it. It's That's the one. Yeah. 
like a okay it's great yes. stuff yeah yeah it's, it's i appreciate the fulfillment of the monster stuff the monster yes. elements like because if you're yeah. not fulfilling oh then what are you doing there's something the in this book oh excellent oh. with the with the thing that's extra extra even more dexterous than than his hands he does he does a my penis is penetrating you and also i'm gonna do a sound on your penis at the same time it's incredible oh, okay <laughs> interesting yeah and so the the interesting thing on seraph is that he's actually a split that was created by the military so he used to be human and Lilac oh. is like oh no wonder there are two eyes that are roughly in a humanoid position oh, no. in addition to all the other eyes oh and like what? there's a there's sick bed components to it there's a, Seraph at one point sees himself for the first time in a mirror and he has to come to terms with like his monstrosity now mm. and, i think like, i'd be pretty upset means. if i looked in the mirror and suddenly had a bunch more eyeballs i think i, I, I think that would be Listen, pretty traumatic for it's me un <laughs> it's understandable and yeah. lilac is just like i love you for you like i like the way you look i don't care about anything uh, it's just great man I lily main has knocked it out of the park every time what speaks to mel deeply is like monsters learning to love themselves and being kind to one another and these like gentle gestures of kindness and i'm just sitting here looking for a bridge <laughs> into haunting adeline like, <laughs> oh yeah so they're nice to each other and um no i have the bridge not. i have the bridge Over i have a different here we go. bridge we can bridge it in let's bridge um, it so i got the opportunity to read the hurricane wars by thea guanzon i think is how you speak you're cheating by <laughs> building a bridge with another book. <laughs> I am, I am, and I'm not sorry. I'm not I'm sorry. I like it. I Listen, like it. we're gonna get there. Do it. So I went into this book without. They're like, oh, enemies to lovers, cool, cool, cool. And I'm like, sweet. So I'm reading it, and I'm like, oh my god, like, because it's like, it's built like the world building is so fucking cool because it's like they've been at war, right? But they like have these like hurricane machines that like come in and just fuck shit up. And it's <gasps> been like, uh -oh. it's been a big old bad. It's been a big old bad. It's this emperor. There's like dark magic and light magic and like elemental magic and shit. Okay. So you have the resistance and our heroine is part of the resistance and she is like can manipulate light and okay. against the darkness. Mm -hmm. So if you are feeling like maybe this sounds familiar maybe this tall dark broody emperor's son sounds a little bit familiar i found uh -oh. out that it 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 did in fact start many many moons ago as raylo fanfic because i was like this feels i was like this feels familiar and i really like the dynamic because they keep they keep her and him keep bumping up against each other in these conflicts right interesting and this is first 10 percent, so i'm not spoiling much okay and you know but there's that instant attraction like it it's one of those things where you can tell the author is having the most fucking fun of their life like the mm. enemies to lovers elements are just yeah. giddy she's having such a good time it's the like i don't like knife to throat but also like i want to murder you but also like i'm saying things that kind of contradict that i just don't understand what's happening but like the the rebellion loses right like they, oh. they get wiped the fuck out oh shit. they have to flee again this is in the first part of the book so like i don't feel bad Right. Um, for sharing it. And so she finds out through the course of some events that she's actually like the long lost princess of this other mysterious yeah. island kingdom. Love it. Yeah. And so she 
negotiates with this kingdom because it's uh, a matriarchy. And so she's actually the heir. And so she negotiates with this kingdom to like harbor the rebellion, like the survivors and like give them time to like find their feet and shit and hide them from the emperor or the empire. But the thing is, Uh is that the empire shows up like really fast afterwards and like, is there a marriage of convenience? (gasps) Is there? there, And is he kind of bummed out? Because he's like, I guess I'm going to marry this princess I was told to, like, whatever. (gasps) But like, I kind of keep thinking about this rebel girl that I like was very attracted to. And then they meet and it's fucking her. Holy shit perfection it's perfection and that's like the first like little bit of the book and then it's this like push and pull and attraction and not and like this will be we like in politics all the politics and it's i think it's gonna be a trilogy so but like where it ends feels really good because it's like we've set up all this shit the 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 ticking time bomb that is the reason why this thing is happening is hanging over our fucking heads we got to get this shit together yeah and oh oh my god it's so good it comes out in october and like i oh, am about Katie. to start just shoving it into holy I know, I'm shit a, what a dick who how dare how dare i talk about it this I early mean, but but it's it's like immediately yeah an amazing enemies to lovers that like really fulfills on the like there's times when it's like as a reader i get i love enemies to lovers, but i get a little frustrated because it's like just fuck just yeah, do totally it. yeah but also like there's there were war crimes there were big <laughs> war crimes there was a lot of like harm done by their respective sides yeah and while they can sort of like because the whole thing that started this conflict is is the empire who's like dark magic was like or shadow magic whatever was oh. like did did do like a sort of genocide on the light like a country that was like mostly light magic folk which were a rough way to yeah build bridges frankly and and because they had assassinated the leader of the empire before it was like the empire so there's like this all this like we were doing this because they did a murder first it's like yeah but you did murder up like everybody and then you just kept taking land and that's not okay and it's like yeah but like look how you were raised it's still how you were raised and you were neglected and you were fucking in this shitty ass city where you starved and like nobody should starve and she's like i don't disagree with that but your methods are bad <sighs> and it's just like they're they've uh, so much I like baggage. my enemies delivers with stakes yes like, and that's what it feels it's not just like, like oh i kind of don't like you it's no. like this is really bad and really bad and i really fucking hate you and your way of life and where you came from and well and like he's his deepest because she's been the rebel whatever the fuck like she's had to keep people at a distance she's had to do this thing she doesn't believe that the son of the emperor could be anything except an enemy and he has this deep-seated like his mother left she fucking abandoned him and took off because his dad is very scary and but to him then he was in the care of his father so he only had his father being like she she like is a a traitor she abandoned you she's weak she's whatever the fuck Uh no one will Uh will take care of you as well the empire will and also like you think this little fucking wife that you're gonna have is gonna care for you she's gonna manipulate you because you're weak because you like so anytime she shows any kind of of like flickering of like hesitation he's like she's playing with me she's fucking with me (gasps) and so it's it's so oh they're so damaged i love oh it's so good <laughs> and the stakes are very real because a whole bunch of people are going to die if if they can't figure their shit out. So wow. it's ooh, 
And it's like set in like non-European fantasy, which I love. Mm. It's cool world building. It's enemies to lovers. It's it's politics. And the sexual tension is phenomenal. Oh, nice. Phenomenal. So nice. Would you categorize it as a slow burn? A Katie Roberts slow burn? Not a Katie Roberts. They don't they there's no sex in the first book. However, there is several encounters that the final one, which uh, again, I'm not going to spoil like the situation around it, but the final mm-hmm. one was like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, oh, we're <laughs> here, like, oh, okay, <laughs> and then like, it, it, yeah, so like, they, it, it definitely built. It, I would say slow burn in that it's like the the tension is really yeah. strong throughout, but like the actual sexual encounters are scattered. I suspect there will be more just because they cannot totally. stay away from each other, even though they are like, oh, don't trust. I'm so hate. excited for this. Oh god. I I haven't even the, I don't think the cover's even been revealed yet, which I'm like, could you I just want to see. I just want to yeah, know. Right? Like when's the second one going to be done? Now now you have a fan and I'm going to harass you and I'm so sorry. But not. But not sorry. Um, but also get that second one done before the first one comes out because it yeah. sounds like you're going to be under some pressure. Yeah. Uh-huh. When I think from what I understand, because Raylo, Raylo, y'all are wild and I appreciate it because I just mm-hmm. like, I didn't tag the author because I, it feels weird to tag the authors when I talk about their books because it feels weird when I get tagged because I'm like, do I respond? Do I not respond? Mm. And so I didn't tag her when I was like, oh my God, this fucking book. And the Raylo Kool-Aid man it out of the walls <gasps> with people being like, oh my God, yeah, oh, we love this book. And like, I guess it started, the, like, I think the whole thing started as fanfic, which like it's whoa it's only slightly there's just some vibes especially with like his descriptions that i'm like this feels like this is kylo ren this Uh feels a little bit like Uh kylo ren but like do i need to watch those movies no No. you don't no at all the fandom is like Like, so much better it's because much fervor and like these stories that speak to me he's so charismatic adam driver as an actor and like him and her in I think the second movie have mm-hmm. a little like some tension that you're like okay yeah. I have not seen the third one though but like it doesn't but if I go in looking for, for enemies to lovers no. romance I'm not gonna no. find you're not it. at all you no. will not be okay. satisfied and you'll be very upset no you'll I'm be very checked. mad at us yeah yeah like but like read the fanfics like the Raylo sure. fandom yeah. fascinates me like I was reading some Omega verse of yes. them like a while back and I was like okay I like this. So like the dynamics that they bring in is just delightful. And yeah. this book is fucking delightful. And so like, uh, but it, yeah, it's, it's, it goes hard. It goes really hard. And nice. she definitely actively tries to murder him like a whole bunch. Oh, speaking I of going that. hard speaking and well, actively trying to murder him. The bridge. We did the bridge. Hard. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Katie was talking about this book. And the whole time she was talking texting, about it. Texting. Yeah, like, when I say talking, I mean we text 300 times a day. That's a minimum. probably yeah. an underestimate. <laughs> it's really dangerous in our group chat to like do something for like mm-hmm. an hour or two or like sleep because yeah. you come back to like 78 messages. It's, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Katie was texting about this book she was reading. And the whole time she's talking about, I was like, oh my God, this sounds so intense, but like, I can't read it. I can't do spooky. Yeah. I can't do horror. And then she just talked about it enough. And then I now know what it has spawned in mm-hmm. Katie. 
and what she's writing as a result of it. And I was like, okay, I need, because you know those books that like, yeah, trigger something in you. And then you like, have to like create something songs. in conversation with it. Yeah, it's like you have to respond to it exactly. It's like it just opens something. And so I was like, okay, if it's one of those books, I'm going to deviate from my hard line on anything related to spooky or horror, and I'm going to dive in. And so it's called Haunting Adeline. It's by H.D. Carlton. H.D. Carlton. And it's like she is living in her grandmother's spooky as shit old house and is like being stalked she's being watched she Mm -hmm. knows it and she likes it and that is the weird line for me is that like she likes the scary spooky stuff and she Mm -hmm. likes that scary uncomfortable feeling Mm -hmm. that would make me rock in the corner but i think because i could sink into her pov and like live that vicarious like oh i'm into this i with haunting adult because i uh, listen i've spent a lot of time thinking about this book like a lot of time and part of the because like i don't like stalker romance in general except nikki the driver by kate c wells that's an exception but that, that's that book is why i read haunting adeline because i was like well the stalker stuff was okay in this so like maybe i'll read this right one. he's never actually malicious towards her and that's yeah. the part that like their dynamic when she's like trying him and challenging him and like telling him to fuck right off he's always like low-key amused no matter what he's doing to her or talking to her or like threatening her with Mm -hmm. and i think that's the other element too is there's no malice which makes that dynamic of she's getting off on the fear but also he's like my baby my baby just she's just gonna be testing me and i'm just gonna have to (laughs) with a fucking gun now Like, like, wait, it's like, wait. Okay, I'm torn right mm. now because on the one hand, I want to read it, but on the other hand, if both of you have read it, this sounds like we have to recap it for the podcast at some point. You've already done I, the reading. We may, I, and then I'll we'll have I, to read it after. <laughs> it's just, I it's, mean, it's, it's a lot. Parts of it are pretty dark. Oh, okay. I don't. <laughs> Um, you don't know if the recap would be good. I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I listen. I've never heard Jenny hit that. that having note. to like <laughs> articulate these things that like I'm into versus just being like, go read it and then tell me about your pants feeling. Check the content warnings first. Check <laughs> yeah, the content instead of being like, but... I was into this and I shouldn't. And when I say it out of context, you're going to be like, what the. F- fuck is wrong with you i i think that like because i've had some people get really mad at me because i'm like i'm writing a stalking romance that is like yeah in conversation with haunting adeline essentially because it yeah. awoke things in me and people are like that book glorifies non-consent which yes but no okay. but yes but also like i think because it really is like horror romance yeah it's on the dark end of the dark romance spectrum like i don't Listen, I grapple with this shit anyways, but like it's 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 just and I think I have not read the second one because I just I don't want to be hurt like that. I don't want to be hurt because she What do you mean hurt? Well, because 
while there's like the engaging like not quite actually consensual stuff between them in yeah. the first one she's like taken by these bad people in <gasps> oh. in and actual very bad very non-consensual things happen to her in the second book oh, and then they no. have to heal from it and he helps i guess i don't know everybody is like it's so healing like he really does address the shit that he did that was super fucked up blah blah okay. blah i don't know that i need that yeah 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 there's <laughs> like absolutely. a fine i don't know that i need like this sort of trauma porn component right. of it it's the cat and mouse like well, i'm like, testing like, i don't know if i need it to be real right like, that's the that other description thing. feels real right whereas yeah. this other one feels like a very safe i'm just suspending all my disbelief and i love that and it it threads the needle very effectively in like I feel like some dark romance is just too much for me because it feels like it's just a pa 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 and I'm like, no, I want all this time. <laughs> but like H.D. Carlton does something and I don't, I, I will be watching her career very closely because I okay. don't know how she does it because she did it again in Does It Hurt, which is like the most recent release. Tell them and about the sharks. Tell them about the wait, sharks. Wait, this hero, wait. So. wait, is this in the same like universe no, or different? No. Totally. Okay totally different and while zaid in haunting adeline is like amused and like like uh, murdery but like mm, my baby shark daddy is not i forget enzo i think his name is shark daddy is Wait, not explain nice. shark daddy to me he oh, is like a, he's like a monster is he no, a no, zookeeper no. he's no, he's like a he like does research on great whites and shit. Okay, like he's like okay. a very smart, he's a marine he's biologist. In, yeah, he's Got into it. like preserving. Like he does a lot of like he swims with sharks. He's he's a he's a he's a dick. He is the meanest <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> and <laughs> and like consistently, like not just in general, like just to everybody. Hey. And she is on the run for reasons that I won't get into because of spoilers. But yeah. she's been doing an identity theft on people to like get to where she is because she's on the Ooh. run. And so how she does this is she picks up dudes in bars yes. and then goes home and fucks them and then steals their identity and moves on and feels very bad about it. She feels very bad about it, but she's in a bad place. She can't, she has no recourse. Sure. And so she meets him and her first words to him, she turns around, she's like, oh no, get out of here. I don't want to get pregnant from looking at you. Like, absolutely. <laughs> she's, she's funny. She's so funny. She's so like irreverent, but they do, they do a big old, they do a big old bone and it is the best sex of anybody's life. He, there's so much squirting in this book. High yes. five. A plus. Oh, love that. Yeah. Love a squirting. So then she steals his identity and, and oh. poofs and he's <laughs> furious because he's got some fucking shit and like stealing and being abandoned are big things. And like, he was just planning on fucking her, but like it was a religious experience for him too. Mm -hmm. And so when he realizes when he sees her again, he's like, I want to fucking kill this bitch. Like she stole from me, like whatever. And he, but he's like, yeah, let's like go out on my boat, like whatever. Oh. So they go out on his boat and like are getting like sexy and stuff. Okay. And he throws chum in the water and there's like great white sharks because they're in fucking like Australia. Okay. So he's, he bites her lip so she's bleeding. Okay. And is oh, no. fucking her from behind and shoves her head <gasps> into the water. Oh. And she almost gets decapitated oh. by a big old great white. <gasps> listen and then like they get and then a fucking storm comes and they get stranded on this island with this lighthouse with this creepy dude whatever throughout this book he Holy is shit. so mean to her and the, okay, i don't I which again is not usually how i fucking roll because sure. i don't like my 
But like, it only works because in his point of view, he's like, I have to be mean to her because like, I just, huh, she did the uh-huh. thing. And, and uh-huh. it like, and then there's like some consensual, like, uh, like breath play by drowning, which is not safe. Don't do it, friends. No, but don't like, do it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but she gets off on like him hurting her essentially. Whoa. And he's just kind of like, you're mine now the only one who's going to hurt you is me, but also I'm going to hurt you. And she's like, okay. And it's just like, oh my God. Like, holy shit. It's so intense. It is so intense. Katie and I, the last time we like freaked out about something like this together, I think was Brutal brutal, Words. Yeah, Brutal Brutal Prince Prince by Sophie Lark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're like me, and this is that up here. Like it's just to the nth degree of like, it's, yeah. But you know what? Like between Nikki Sloan in Sorted and Brutal Prince, I'm like, is drowning my love language? <laughs> I don't know. I'm very confused. I'm very afraid of drowning. I'm deeply afraid of the ocean in the dark depths. And also, this was very hot and I don't understand. And like, I don't. <sighs> I like I'm grappling with it because it's like it's not something that I would normally be like, oh, I love this. And I loved it yeah and so i i just be while i'm grappling with it some something's gonna come out of it i don't know but it's holy shit hd carlton does like has an interesting i can see why she's gotten so popular so fast is because she just threads that needle of fearlessness and it's fearless fearless oh my Mm. god oh my god okay i listen i don't know uh okay sharks are my number one irrational fear that's just fair. to let you also- know <laughs> so like on the one hand i i like i want to read it is there any like under the water stuff like both of them are under the water that's not in a cage <laughs> no okay. no they do like uh, sort of spo- it's not spo- it's sex stuff it's fine uh, towards <laughs> like at the end like once the things have resolved that need to be resolved they he does fuck her in a shark cage against the boat while the sharks are swarming me. that's fine um, with me that's fine and very yeah which I'm like, it's fine yeah yeah he definitely doesn't keep trying to like actively murder her by way of mm. sharks but um yeah <laughs> it's enough uh, once it's really just enough yeah. to hit that button <laughs> literally and then you i can was reading on. it and i'm like oh 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 he's actually he's not looking he's oh my god like, is that from her <laughs> point of view or his point of view written how is it written that scene both no it starts in her point is. of view and then <laughs> goes to his point of view because she doesn't know that he knows that she stole from him because she took pictures of his totally. information totally. and until he's like shoving her head under the water and then she's like what the fuck and he's like you fucking stole from me and she's like what the fuck holy <laughs> god <laughs> you, that's oh, not a reasonable god. response to a little bit of thievery my dude <laughs> She opened a credit card. She barely spent any money on it. You could have canceled it. You didn't have to do it. <laughs> Good God. Oh, you didn't sucks. have to do an attempted murder. When he's all. like so hurt that like he's been saying Jamie and her name is Sawyer. And oh. so like he like when he's like, I wasn't even fucking saying your name when I was fucking you. And like, mm-hmm. uh, it's a big she got under his skin and that's uh-huh. the ultimate betrayal. But like he does this because he takes her to like, like in the beginning, like when they, before they like they're hooking up he's like yeah which again she's got like 
it's not really suicidal ideation, but she's like kind of hates herself and hates what she's been doing. And so she's yeah. like, if I fucking die, I die, bitch. Okay. And so he takes her to this like waterfall and they swim underneath and like there's a cave in there and then he fucks her in this cave. Yeah. But like while he's like inside her, does a finger inside her to stimulate G spot while fucking. And it's, which wow. you know she's like this kind of is a lot this is a lot for me i don't Sounds know what's like happening and then you know makes a big old mess they change huh. the sheets a lot at the lighthouse i'm assuming yeah, they do excellent <laughs> towels friends. put the towel it's, down after the first time learn your lesson it's you know it's it's so much but it was and he again he's so mean and i was like i don't i don't think i'm into heroes who are this mean to like to their heroines so other people that's fine but like to the person that like i need to be rooting for them to be uh-huh. together and it's just like how but like they they identify stuff in each other and they're both like a little lost and like oh and he, he gets real mad when he finds out what she's been through and wants to do big old murder on her oh, behalf boy and and I think what's so interesting about it is that he's not a murderer. Like he's mm-hmm. not a ba- uh, like a criminal. He's a fucking exactly. marine biologist. Like, <laughs> well, you know just what? Happens to be a big old dick. <laughs> I think that might be my favorite component of this because on the on the heaving bosoms reading embrace this year, one of the categories is science daddy. <laughs> like this oh, could see? be perfect for science daddy. <laughs> it it could. It, it's so because like I thought I knew it was enemies to lovers, and but uh-huh. I don't read blurbs when it's an insta by author for me, so I didn't read the fucking blurb. <laughs> I thought he was like an assassin sent to kill her. And I was like, oh God, she better be careful. And if he's just a fucking marine biologist. <laughs> That's hilarious. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, he's so mean to her because he's like playing her. And no, he's just a dick. He's just Whoa. a big old asshole. Which makes it uh, better. Yeah, uh, it really does. It truly does. It, wow. Oh, well, this has brought me joy. And God, me too. We didn't even get through... We had more, but we, did. we just get so we excited. Yeah, so <laughs> I'll have to save it for another episode. <laughs> we're not going to do a super regular release schedule for not. a while. We're going to release them when we find time and joy to record them. Yeah. So maybe yeah, that's once a month. Maybe we'll chuck a couple more. Maybe there will be a gap. Just keep an eye out. Right. Right. I mean, because that's the thing, right? Like we we had this conversation in... November or December, where we were like, we want this to be a long-term thing. And in order for it to be a long-term thing, we need to avoid burnout as much as possible. And for us, that's like, we need to focus on things that are like really giving us, God, what what is it called? Energy pennies? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. That's exactly what it's called. And like, sometimes that's podcasting and sometimes it's super not. And... That's that's got to be okay because our whole thing is chasing joy. Yeah. When it's been really yeah. nice to like read books that don't feel like homework. Not that we yeah. don't enjoy the homework books, but just being able to be like trying some new shit and finding yeah. Yeah. some new shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and in the meantime, we are bringing six bonkers as shit yeah fun, oh my god sexy so bonkers. pirate books your way they're done we have read them uh-huh. they're fucking excellent they're bananas mine's pretty tame but it's fine it's fine they're having fun <laughs> no but yours is like fulfilling enough to still be bananas it's a yeah. princess who kidnaps herself yeah. in order to get her long-lost lady love to come and get her yeah right but 
but Sam Nacostas has Vor. Right. <laughs> no, I hear you. He does have Vor. The and levels? Nisha Sharmas has a sex tape to save a planet. Uh-huh. Like, That's true. Like, <laughs> reverse. What word am I? Reverse, like, nodding. reverse nodding. Reverse nodding. Like yeah. Reverse nodding. And Andy like, J. Nope, Christopher has a public yet. blowjob for spiteful reasons. And and yes. Naima Simone has a big old kidnap from the brother's <sighs> wedding. He's kidnaps his so brother's hot wife it's at so the much. altar it's so Ugh. much like all of them like reading them they were fucking electric and i'm so excited about them and like that's the thing right we've been absent all, not only because of pleasure reading but also because like you know we're working through like commissioning this awesome art and like you know so getting this stuff ready for the kickstarter i'm fucking pumped about it the books are gonna be bananas beautiful we we said we said to ourselves we said listen we made some amazing flippy floppy books last year and we're highly proud of them but did they have step backs no did they have sprayed edges ah no did they have like multiple colors of foil no they didn't and for that we are sorry because we're delivering this year we didn't Ah! know the limits of how far we could go and yeah so we went far we went so far this time do they have a glossary with art of the characters yeah they do (gasps) i'm obsessed with it i'm obsessed yeah so anyway that's what ah that's what we're doing and just talking about it brings me joy even yeah Yeah. (laughs) so secrets we are probably launching that at the end of april yeah Mm -hmm. maybe that last week of april but we're trying to make sure we've got book proofs in hand so that might push to may but keep an eye out for april and if you want to make sure you do not miss it launching because some of it is limited this time oh yeah big um, limited stuff you can follow the project on kickstarter yeah <gasps> hey and also at the end of april all three of us will be at a polycon we'll be at a polycon oh shit we, yeah. the gang is getting together we are yeah. it's gonna be the first time we we're three... just gonna sit across the room and text each other probably <laughs> <laughs> that's what's gonna feel most natural <laughs> yeah yeah like in person are we even real people i don't know <laughs> no am i expected to wear pants is this <laughs> oh, i mean honestly Listen, i honestly. i will not be in heels that's for damn sure yeah. never again yeah. no never again no yeah but yeah if anybody else is going to polycon let us know that we will see mm-hmm. you there we'll keep an eye out we mm-hmm. will yeah excited yeah. super stoked be fun yeah. All right. How do we end these episodes? Do we have a way? Do we end them? Um, <laughs> oh, we don't really have an your outro. next bonkers read. Yes. And remember, <laughs> and then the fucking ridiculous shit that Mel and I come up with to fill into that blank. <laughs> I really hope somebody listens to all of them. I know. At like three Sometimes in the morning. Drafts. <laughs> when I'm sitting there, like, what do I? And Mel is asleep, so I can't be like, is this okay? I just say it, and I'm like, it's fine. Nobody's listening. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. And remember, if you're gonna fuck a marine biologist, <laughs> <laughs> do not do it on the boat. Yeah, That's no. Like- <laughs> Make sure the cage is down at least to God. <laughs> so dangerous. Oh my God. <laughs>